I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Hello and good morning, everybody. Welcome to another wonderful episode of My EdTech Life. I am excited to be here today, this morning with you, as always. And of course, as always, from the bottom of my heart, thank you so much to every single one of you for making My EdTech Life what it is today. We really appreciate all your support. We really appreciate you sharing all these episodes and just really dropping us a line, giving us some feedback. Thank you so much, because as always, we strive to bring you the best each and every week. And so I am really excited about today's show because it's definitely up my wheelhouse. And what I would love for today's show to do is for many of you that may be watching or listening, whether you are educators or creators and you're thinking about starting a podcast or maybe you just haven't quite hit record yet because you may be just a little bit hesitant because you feel, well, do I really have something to offer? Do I really have something to share? And more often than time, more often than not, you probably do, but you're probably scared about the next step, like hitting record. But today I have found a wonderful creator on TikTok. As I stumbled through TikTok, I, you know, I got to see this creator's channel. His name is Dylan Schmidt, and I am excited because he brings so much uh, knowledge, so much enthusiasm. And, you know, if you haven't checked out his channel yet, please do so. And we'll make sure we pop in those links in uh, the bio so you can check him out. But again, this is going to be a great one. And uh, without further ado, Dylan, how are you this morning? I am. I start my morning off beautifully with you, Fonz. I'm so grateful and uh, happy to be here. Like, honestly, this is, <laughs> I know it's going to be a great day today because we're kicking it off together. Excellent. Yeah. And I, I'm so excited. I've been looking forward to this show. Not that I don't look forward to all the shows, but this one is, I think you're, you're like the most famous TikTok creator that I've had on here oh. or something like that. <laughs> and just because, and just because I follow you and, and the great stuff that you're doing. So I'm just really excited to hear your story, your beginning, and of course, what you're currently doing now, because you're doing some great things in the, in this podcast space and helping others such as myself. Uh, to continue to grow and finding new little gems that we can sprinkle onto our practice to make it great. So Dylan, tell me a little bit about yourself. You know, one of the main things that I love about this show is I love to connect my guests with, you know, our audience members. And for me, I always tell my guests, if I have you in that seat is because you're doing something great that has really caught my eye and that I'm really learning from. And sort of like in that superhero kind of way, I would love to hear your origin story you know how did you get into this road of podcasting yeah i feel like i'm a a bit like of a late learner in life even though i know i'm still relatively young but uh basically right out of high school during high school i realized you know i want to work in music i want to be a rock star i want to do all that stuff so i went to school for audio production and audio engineering while i was playing in bands and things like that I'm here in Los Angeles, so, you know, the future seemed bright with that. And as soon as I kind of got into the whole audio production world and music world, I realized, oh, this is not quite what I was expecting it to be. 
I'm a little bit more of a slower paced and also not very want to travel around the world. My name and lights, that kind of thing, not necessarily my type of vibe. So I had a mentor that was a business coach slash life mentor, and he uh, taught me a lot about marketing, digital marketing. This is around 2011, 2010. And that's when I got into online marketing and online business. So I kind of took a little bit of my audio skills and online marketing and business skills and started doing my own business and helping him with his business. And around 2016, I got into podcasts. I just had a demand for it. I had clients that wanted podcasts and I had, I was basically overqualified in a lot of ways because when you're doing audio production and engineering for a band, think of all the instruments, like one drum set has so many microphones just to capture a drum sound. And with a podcast, I was like, this is just one microphone, one person talking. I'm like, this is so simple. And then when I was working with someone that was showing me how, well, not working with someone they they were a peer, but they were telling me how they were doing a podcast and they made it sound so complicated. And I'm the whole time I'm thinking, this is, does not need to be so complicated. Like we're, what matters most, because I knew from my marketing and connecting with people brain, all that matters is the message. And they were sharing all these things about, you need to make sure this and all these technical aspects. I'm like, there's no way that matters. I'm like, this is not a drum set. You know, this is a voice that's transmitting a message. So I really got lit up by the idea of podcasts and helping clients. And then about a year ago, I was like, wait, why am I not sharing this with the masses? Like, why am I not recording content myself? Why am I not making uh, podcasts myself? Because I'm helping all these people. So it, it took me a, a number of years to get to this point where I was recording my own podcast and sharing my message. But um, I'm happy to say that I finally arrived. <laughs> you know, and that's such a great, great story. And and I was, you know, right now when you were mentioning, you know, audio engineering and you've got so many different types of mics, to, you know, to, you know, mic up an instrument, whether it's a guitar, whether it's an amp and just having a little bit of experience in playing in punk rock bands and going into, you know, home studios and things of that sort. I mean, every little intricacy can make a big difference in finding that one sound. Yeah. And although it's just one person, one microphone, it's still, you know, very yeah. different because it's like, you got to find the right mic, you got to find the right tone, you got to find, you know, make sure you've got your filter, make sure you've got this and the processing and the audio. So sometimes I feel like, you know, this isn't less stressful. It's still kind of like equal stress because we're continually working, you know, and trying yeah. to better our sound. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like. And this is where I think most people maybe confuse me. Like, I love tech. I love gear. I love, I'll watch YouTube video, unboxing YouTube videos as my way of relaxing. Like, I get that, you know? Like, that's my, what do you want to put on? I don't really care about Netflix. I actually would love to just watch some tech videos. What's going on with the new iPhone update or anything like that? Oh, there's an unsend option now on an iPhone. Like, that's cool. Um, <laughs> so I'm all for that and learning how to make things better. And I got all the fancy stuff. but. I found that because over the years I've spent so much time, so much money, made so many mistakes, helped so many people make a lot of money with tech. And I've realized, you know, the tech, especially if you're sharing a message, at the end of the day, the actual gear part can take you a, a distance, but the message and like, what are you really there for is going to take you the full distance of whatever it is you're trying to do. 
you know, like we were talking and um, you, you just shared with me, like how um, you're always learning and you're like always staying curious. And, and I feel like just that one thing alone really carries so much more, you know, the camera, all those little pieces add up. But once you kind of, there's only so great a resolution you can get, you know? Um, and oftentimes I can't totally tell what microphone someone will have, if what model it is. And I studied this stuff for years and I can't like, like I, I don't know if that's a sure MV7 or an SM7. Which one is it? I can't totally tell because they're both great microphones. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. And, you know, there comes a point where you've already hit that top, like where pretty much any mic now can you can plug in, you're going to get great quality, any camera. And yes, if you're going to be somebody that's been in the business for a while and then you start comparing yourself to others, it's like, oh, I got to have the next one and I got to have the next one. But you know, yeah. one thing that I've seen though is like uh, on YouTube is some of the creators that were doing gear videos. I mean, they're openly just saying, you know what? I stopped doing gear videos because nowadays it's like any gear is good. Yeah. And like you mentioned, it's like, you're going to hit, you know, a point where it's, is your content good? It's like, are you just trying to like visually capture people or is your content even worth pausing to listen to? And yeah. I think I, I've kind of gotten to that point where I'm like, you know, I'm okay with this setup. Yes, it, it was an investment, but I've learned that it's about that content. You're bringing yeah. it out. You're making that connection. And I think that's so important. And for a lot of my educator friends and a lot of creator friends that are out there, I think for them, that is some good advice that yes, there, you know, you can go ahead and get the nice top end gear. You're going to look great on camera. You're going to get a nice zoom. You're going to get the nice lighting, but is the content something that is meaty and something that is going to be useful and it's going to make an impact on myself, whether personally or professionally. And yeah, yeah that's very important. Yeah. And I think if more people had content that would go, vi let's just say, I, I know this is kind of like a, not a touchy subject, but um, it's a deeper subject. But if I think if more people had content that went viral with their current setup, they wouldn't be trying to look for so many tech ways of like, oh, that's the reason why no one's watching this. Or that's the reason why my content isn't this. Or that's the reason why I'm not doing this. Because I I've seen content that maybe takes seconds to make perform really well for clients. And then, you know, I'm like, I've spent $20,000 or however much on this uh, setup. And then it's like, why is it not performing the same as the person that filmed with their iPhone that has a cracked screen, a cracked back, they've dropped it 18 times. And the, the oils on the camera from their fingers, and it's not a clear picture. And then that gets 300,000 views and like, wait, why? why? Um, you know, but I think there's just something there where, um, if, if more people had experience, had uh, experience their content do really well with like their current setup, they'd be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, but until it's sometimes we, when we don't get to that point, whether it's validation or whatever it is, uh, maybe then we're like kind of searching for that, you know, and I'm guilty of this. Like, I'm not mm -hmm. saying it's some, everybody else, but not me, it's me too. I get that. Like, but, um, there's certain times where I'm like, wait the gear or am I just like not connecting with the people in the way that I want to be connecting or it should be is it me or is it them <laughs> excellent and uh we'll get into that a little bit more because I definitely would love to kind of start you know with your experience that you've had and like you mentioned you're working with companies that hey we want podcasts we want podcasts and so on and so forth and now you know it's like there's 
millions of podcasts that are out there. And of course, they all have their own niches. They all have their own audience and so on. And even in the education space, you know, the space that I work in and that I absolutely love, and this is why I do what I do to make sure we connect educators one show at a time and creators. And that's really our vision. Um, now, for somebody that's just starting off, you know, what would be your best advice from what you've started learning or what you've learned from 2016? And I know you're, you're working with businesses and so on, but all of those skills translate very well into our education space as well. What would be some of the best advice that you can give to somebody who may be thinking about starting a podcast? Yeah. So um, I will say the businesses that I was working with were all like education, most all of them that I can think of were all educators. So it was all people, either solopreneurs or entrepreneurs that were teaching people something. Um, and so while I was teaching them, I'm also learning a bunch on like, how are they teaching their audience and how is that connecting through podcasts? Um, but if someone is just thinking about podcasts, the simplest way I can uh, break it down on how I would suggest someone approach it is really ask two things. Like, why do you want to start it? For someone teaching someone, it might be the podcast might be them to lead their person that they're teaching, say, to a next step of like working one on one with them or working, attending some other thing. Um, so just recognizing like, what's the purpose of the podcast? That's huge because a lot of people don't ask that and they just kind of jump in and they're like, well, I don't know, I was just doing it. And then I just stopped. So why are you doing it? And then also, um, what fits with your lifestyle? Like I have uh, one client who's an educator. He forgets he has a podcast. I run his podcast for him. I have for years, it gets millions of downloads and he it's just on autopilot. I repurpose content from his live workshops and seminars that he did previously. And it gets millions of downloads and it changes people's lives. They, I hear the people say how much it changes their lives. And so that fits with his lifestyle. So for him, uh, it was just simply I just want to use content that I've already made. Um, and so it doesn't have to be specifically recorded for a podcast as well. Um, just like, you know, sharing this on a podcast is super helpful for people. Um, and there doesn't need to be any uh, magic there of, well, you know, what if people realize that I use it somewhere else? That's okay. Some of my favorite podcasts are ones that were filmed for something else or recorded for something else and then just uploaded as podcasts. It's super valuable content. So also, why am I doing this? And then what works for my lifestyle right now? Because not everybody can, you know, sit and record a podcast every week or every so often. So what fits with your lifestyle as well? Excellent. And, you know, and that's some great, great advice. Uh, you know, and just a little backstory, because I know we've never really talked to or gone deep into this, but the reason I started my podcast too, it's during pandemic on April 10th, I really decided just to go live, you know, because as educators in the educator community, you want to offer your support and your help to other educators. And so during pandemic, I was inviting a lot of my educator friends on to kind of tutor or give suggestions or kind of say like, hey, try using this, try using that, you know, for many of our teachers that were not familiar with virtual, actually a lot of them, because we're so used to brick and mortar. So there was a need there for education leaders, like a lot of the people that I know were doing the same thing. But then it just kind of organically shifted into you know, there's already going to be a lot of people that are doing the how-tos. There's already going to be a lot of people that are going to be bringing the tools. What I want to know is 
How are you doing? What are some of your barriers? How are you feeling during this time? And starting to make that connection. So my podcast went in with one intention, but then later on, it just, there was a pivot into more of a, how are you doing? How have you been? And then after pandemic, it's like, hey, now I want to know your origin story. I want to know where you're coming from. I want to know what you're working on, what motivates you. And it kind of like these conversations. So, you know, that was kind of like, you can start off with a great, this is why I want to do it, but also don't be scared to kind of shift and have, uh, you know, the ability to adapt and pivot because sometimes you can actually find your space, your niche, and what may kind of set you apart maybe from somebody else, you know? So I think yeah. that for me, that would be some of the advice that I would give as well. Yeah, that's such a great point because I mean, people too who feel like trapped by their own original creative thought that then they try to stick with and they're like well I'm like kind of also that why are you doing it and it's, I think it's important to revisit that from time to time of like why are you doing it now but uh, and not that it also ha always has to have this strict answer of well it has to be because of this or that everyone has their own reasons but just examining it but yeah it, that's such a great point because I meet people too that are like stuck in this well, I'm doing it this way because I've always done it this way. And it's like, you can change it, you know, like you, you have the freedom. No one's saying you have to do it this way. And like, but what will my people who consume it? Like, what, what will my audience think? And it's like, you're human. They'll, they'll, they, they can, they'll learn and they'll enjoy that you're happy, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and that's some of the things that I've learned. And I want to welcome Josh, uh, who's joining us right now, who's commenting. He said, free PD at your fingertips, no excuses. Josh uh, is a principal. Uh, he did appear in episode 87, which was an awesome episode. And now all of a sudden, you know, he's been, he was on several podcasts and now he's doing what they call podcast smashes where him and another educator, Dean Packard, bring in other education uh, podcasters into, onto the show and just talk podcasting and of course, professional growth and all that great stuff. So uh, kudos to the work that he's doing. And so, yeah, like, you know, like I was telling you, you know, for a while, I did suffer a lot from imposter syndrome because there's a group of educators that all have podcasts and man, I'm like, you know, they're very successful at what they do. The issue with me is, and I even wrote a blog about it, is I am a multi-passionate creative. And for me to just say, I'm just going to talk tech, I just can't, you know, yeah. I want to talk about everything else. I want to bring on creators. I want to bring on people that interest me. So I know, like you mentioned, you know, that's why building community is very important because let's say, you know, people are hearing educators, educators, and all of a sudden it's like, what, Fonts brought on a TikToker guy to yeah. come and talk? <laughs> it's like, yeah, but I'm doing it for a reason, you know, yeah. because it's part of that community, that community connection, but it's also something that, I'm passionate about, which is podcasting. Mm -hmm. And then number two, getting to connect with other creators to help sharpen my skills. So, you know, these 45 minutes are for me, for PD, yeah. but this PD is going to go to everybody in the world that visits our website. And that's the, the beautiful part about that and making those connections. Yeah, I, I yeah, I so know what you mean. And um, it, I, I feel similar in a way of like my own podcast, like I didn't want to make it about only podcasting because that seemed really boring. I'm like, I'm only going to talk about podcasts. I'm, I'm a human, you know, I have is multi-passionate as well. And 
I don't know about you, but yeah, if I was, because my output is so high of, of like, I really want to make a lot. Like you do daily, you do a lot. You, your output is way higher than most. So if you were to box yourself into such a one thing, like, man, that would be even more limiting because your output's so high. And then it would just, to me, that seems like a, a fast path to exhaustion, burnout, and just this isn't as fun, you know, rather than like having that freedom to be able to really dive into the different areas, you know? Yeah. And I, I, and that's one thing that I love about it. Like you mentioned, it's like, I never once have felt like, oh man, I'm burnt out. Yeah. Like, you know, and, and like I told you, like I am on a three week vacation. This is week two of my vacation and I have yeah. been podcasting four days last week. I'm actually going to do five days this week and then I'm going to take a week off to, you know, that this next week before we go back to work. But yeah. And you said you were taking me, right? We're going to hang out. We're going to be podcasting and everything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's just one of those things that for me, because I just continually love to learn, I, you know, I don't feel boxed in. Like one day I can have somebody in that comes and talks tech and, you know, shares a platform. But then the other time it's like, hey, you know what? I love what you're doing with your book. Come and talk to me about your book. And I love what you're doing as far as your education practice. And then, hey, you know what? I, this guy, you know, Dylan, I hear he's he's got some great tips on podcasting. I want to bring him on because I want to learn and I want my uh, podcasting friends also to learn a little bit more about that. Now, Dylan, let's kind of just uh, switch back a little bit. Like, so I love that you gave the reasons as to why you want to start a podcast. Now, let's say that we do start a podcast. And one of the things that I want to throw in personally is when I first started was that imposter syndrome. Oh, that imposter syndrome, comparing yourself to others and so on. What would be some of the best advice that you can give our current podcasting uh, community and those that may be thinking about starting a podcast in maybe how to overcome that imposter syndrome? Yeah. So I deal, dealt, dealt today or at, at this moment, I'll say I've dealt with imposter syndrome. I don't know that it's totally gone. Maybe one day it'll, you know, come back and that's cool. The things that have helped me get over that, and it's taken me probably years. And then once I thought I had overcome it and started Digital Podcaster, realized, oh, no, it's still there. And I didn't really know it was that until someone maybe had labeled it for me. Um, and like, hey, that sounds like imposter syndrome. Oh, oh, that's what that is. Huh. I didn't think that was me. So what worked for me is, and it sounds almost counterintuitive sometimes, but maintaining a high level of output. So if I'm doing, Personally, if I'm doing just a little bit, like not really doing what I feel maybe I'm capable of, then I feel personally more imposter syndrome creep in because I know I'm capable of more and I'm not doing it, whatever that is, whatever that looks like. So my output maybe isn't where I feel it should be or could be. Um, and also the consumption to creation kind of ratio is off. So I find myself battling more imposter syndrome when I'm consuming a lot of content, but I'm not creating much content, I guess that's where that quantity mm -hmm. comes in. But if I'm, if I'm looking around and I'm looking at everybody else's content and then I go back and I look at my own, that's not a really great feeling because it's, it's like, it's like going to Las Vegas and seeing everybody else win money or something. And then you're like, my ticket says I have one penny left on this paper. Mm. You know, <laughs> that's not, um, that's not a great feeling. So not, trying to compare by any means and and the best way personally for me to do that is just 
limiting my create uh, my consumption. And usually I'll have to just switch. Doesn't mean I need to stop consuming whatsoever. It's just focus on reading books or focus on a slower format that doesn't show me numbers, you know, show me all the things that I'm missing. Uh, and oftentimes that might be just reading book, uh, reading words on a paper. Like I have a bunch of books and diving into something else that's just a different form. So I'm still feeling inspired and I'm still learning that, still scratching that itch, but it's a little bit of a different format because it's easy to get sucked into the comparison mode of I'm not where I should be. I have all this experience. There's someone more younger, more beautiful, somehow more successful. And then somehow they've always only been doing it for six months. And they're somehow like, oh, I just made $5 million this year and I've been doing it for six months. And yeah, I just thinking about moving to this new man. I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> how? <laughs> so um, just being easy on myself. Another thing too is, uh, this has been more recent for me, but I find that comparison is easy to get sucked into. But I also find that I'm judging myself. So I'm trying to not, you know, my it's the best of my abilities. Not This sounds pretty personal and deep, I guess, but not judge anybody and not judge myself. You know, what would it look like if I wasn't having any judgment whatsoever? Like they're just doing their thing. I'm doing my thing. I want to, when I meet a stranger, I I treat them the way I want to be treated. The same should be for myself. Like, how would I treat myself is if if I was looking at my own self, I'm like, hey, you know what? Like, you're doing a great job. So kind of just managing that self-talk personally is important because it's easy to get sucked into the comparison, especially when you really are going after it. Like, I know you and I both, where we just have that high output, we have a desire, we know we're doing great work. And we're like, maybe, I don't know, we see someone maybe... It's, we don't know everyone's full story because you know yeah but it looks from the outside like they maybe have all the success and they did maybe a quarter of the work maybe we've done you know and that is just deflating so just trying to be easy of like i don't know the full story and what would it look like i'm still doing a great job and you never know what's around the corner because you know something very exciting could be right around the corner and we just we don't know we don't know what's in plans uh in the next couple months, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, and I love everything that you said because that really resonates with me. When I first started off, you know, you start comparing yourself to others and, oh, look at their graphics and, oh, look at this and, oh, look at their numbers. And for a while, I got sucked into the numbers, like how many views, how many this and that. And then, you know, I have some friends that, you know, they're all about the numbers. They're all like, oh, well, this is what Mr. Beast says. And this is what so-and-so says. And go back and fix your thumbnails and go do that and do this. And, you know, and you really don't know people's stories. Like you said, you know, what we see oftentimes is that finished, polished product on social media. But you don't know all the hard work that went into it. And the circumstances were different. The times were different. The audience was different. And what may hit back then may not hit now. And sometimes what hits now, you know, it is just like, really? Like that? And then it's like, you know, it, it, it's, it's up to the consumer. Who's going to be consuming it? But, you know, when I took that pressure off of myself to stop comparing myself even to my, you know, colleagues, my friends, and seeing what their numbers are and their downloads are, and then I just really just said, you know what, I'm going to do my own thing. And as long as I'm having fun and as long as I feel that, I mean, I'm learning and somebody else can kind of gain something from the guests that that are on, then to me, that's a win, you know. And yeah. and it really has helped where, like I mentioned to you, 
I don't feel like, oh, this is another chore. Like, oh, I've got these guys. It doesn't feel like a chore. I'm so excited each and every morning that I get to wake up to do this because I know it's going to be a different story. It's going to be something, some content for somebody specifically at that precise time that's going to help them and maybe overcome something. And we're never going to hear those stories. So I kind of liken it to my teaching philosophy when I first started teaching. It's like, you know, I, when I realized that I'm just kind of planting a seed as the year goes by, I may plant the seed, somebody else may water that seed, and then somebody else is going to reap that reward. That's fine. I was still part of that process. Sometimes I may be the one watering. Sometimes I may be the one reaping, depending on what grade level and as the students come up. But, you know, that to me, once I kind of changed that mindset, man, like I just feel free and that I can kind of do and as I please as far as the types of guests that I bring on. And it just makes it really exciting. So, yeah, you know, just taking that pressure off. (laughs) Yeah. And it makes me think of two examples, like one uh, interesting, and I think you'll appreciate this. So about four months ago, um, I think it was four months ago, I was sitting on the couch one night, just like, just not, I was like out of creative mind, you know, I'm just relaxing with my dog. (laughs) And this thought pops into my head, the name of a new account that I wanted to start, the whole thing, a format, a whole idea. And I'm like, I'm just relaxing. I wasn't asking for an idea, but it was basically, it's called Simple Social News. And I would basically report, I'm not a big fan of the news. So basically the tagline, everything just came to my mind and I'm talking minutes. It's called Simple Social News. Somehow the domain, all the socials were available and I report the news and it's news for people who don't like the news. And it's in 15 seconds a day, every day, Monday through Friday. And I started that. And it, this was about four months ago. And I've been doing it every day since. And it has grown double the rate of digital podcaster, my, my, my socials for podcasting. And, and it's very straightforward. It's the opposite of what I normally do. I don't look at the camera. I don't respond to comments. I don't offer opinions. I don't offer suggestions. It's just the top three headlines in the same format. There's no creativeness to it. Actually, I've never changed the format and it grows like it's growing and growing and growing. And I don't connect the two brands and it's, Mm. but it's this funny thing because now I have like two things going and I didn't expect to do news and I see that growing and I'm like, why is this growing so fast? And I don't do all of these things that I do for my other thing. And it's almost like a split, uh, not a split personality, but like a split thing because now I'm looking at my own self and I'm like, now I'm competing with myself on two different things. And it's been very strange, but very eye-opening to look at how simple something could be. And then you're like, well, have I been trying too hard this whole time? Or, you know, could I have like, I better do it. So I think that's interesting. Also, I have a friend uh, from years ago that, uh, you know, I just, uh, you make friends, you don't, I don't know, when you're younger, especially, you don't think of like, ooh, this person, I guess being in Los Angeles, you don't think who they're going to become one day or something like that. And he uh, is playing Elvis in the new Elvis movie. His name's Austin Butler. And it's just like to have a friend that goes, you know, that you know, that was an actor and and doing things, but like nothing that I was like familiar with. Um, and then to play Elvis in an Elvis movie. And it's like to watch also someone go on the highest level from not 
completely unknown you know it wasn't like he wasn't completely unknown but to play elvis and then watch that transformation of someone who just loves what they're doing because he's a loves acting and he loves that craft to then play elvis you're like wait a minute like how cool is that and i guess it just to me i use that as an example of when you're making stuff and you really just love making it you never know where it's going to lead like did he know he's going to play elvis three years ago no you know so and even now he's going to complete you know disbelief in a lot of ways that he played elvis so i just think you know are we all going to play elvis no <laughs> but to know that we all have our own path and as long as we keep doing the things that we love you never know what could happen like honestly yeah no i definitely agree with you on that and it's so important because like you said it's just being able to just have fun and really enjoy it i think like i said like with this like just having these like awesome conversations with you and like you mentioned you know sometimes you find that you start creating other content that that picks up and of course we we know that now with cell phones social media and all of that it's just that immediacy of content like i mean right at your fingertips right away like people just get what they want they're in they're out they go about their day and so sometimes that short form content is definitely going to be performing a little bit better than you've got people that are listening maybe while they're mowing the yard or on a long drive and, you know, they're picking up on tips. So maybe that longer form content might work. So for the next question, just for, you know, still kind of keeping this as far as, you know, people that want to start, you know, podcasting, what would be your best recommendation as far as maybe just entry level, low barrier, low hanging fruit, uh, you know, tools that they can start using just to start their podcast that, and I, like I always say, my motto is if it's free, it's for me. So if you can share the free stuff, then that would be great. So for them listening, what would be some of your, your best tools that you would recommend? Yeah. So the absolute free it's for me, what I would recommend is your phone and typically the, the, the head, the plugged in headphones, the ear pods, not the AirPods. AirPods, the sound quality is for some reason just a little wacky. So I always recommend the earpods, the ones that plug in that they used to give with your phone. And um, and then you can use your voice memos app to capture the audio. Uh, this is if you're recording a solo podcast, for example. And then you could use something like Anchor, which is an app by Spotify, to upload. So a lot of people don't know this, but when you record an audio, how it gets on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or all of those services, directories they're called, is through a podcast hosting site or service like Anchor, for example, or Buzzsprout or Libsyn. There's a lot of them. And Anchor is a free one. So essentially how it would work is you just record yourself talking and then uh, you could upload it via Anchor, free app, and then you could get it and then you go through this, uh, the initial steps of setting it up and then that would get distributed. Um, and if you were looking for a little bit more kind of technical, uh, or if you wanted to make some slight edits to it, it would, if you're using an iPhone, it's easiest to just use a free app like GarageBand to edit a little bit of the audio in there. You could use that on your phone. Um, if you are on the computer, for example, uh, you could simply use GarageBand as well. If you're using an Apple or Audacity is a free uh, app for uh, Windows computers. And if you have multiple people, which is common, of course, you're like, hey, I have, you know, I want to record with my friends. That's a common thing. Um, essentially, what you'll need is you'll need some microphones. The easiest, cheapest microphone for most people is a Samsung Q2U. Um, that 
is a great sounding low budget, low price microphone. A lot of people will want to get the blue Yeti microphone, which is like the most common. If you saw a picture of the blue Yeti, you're like, I've seen this microphone before. I very rarely do I recommend that one. Yeah, it's, I love the look of it, but the sound of it is not comparable to the Samson Q2U, for example. And it's the Samson one is half the price. So you want to get yourself some of those and then you'll need to plug it in to a USB interface. Focusrite is a company that makes some uh, affordable options where you can plug in multiple microphones and then you would plug in that Focusrite USB interface to your computer. You could use a laptop, all that good. You don't need any high processing power. It's not like playing video games or anything like that. So you could plug in that Focusrite USB interface to your computer and then record it via GarageBand or Audacity. And then again, the same process would work, whether it's Anchor or Buzzsprout, whatever you use to upload it. Um, and typically you want to do some just light editing just at the beginning. So there's not a lot of dead space. So it's not like 30 seconds before you start saying hello. That's when you're going to find it doesn't sound professional. You don't need to do a lot of editing, but if there was one edit you did, it just got to be that beginning part because no one's going to sit through just empty space of hello. <laughs> so edit out that very beginning and you'll be much more uh, solid moving forward. Yeah, excellent. And I mean, those are some great, great tips. And I mean, that's the way that I first started. And really, I, I think the most difficult thing you know, at the very beginning was just to click record. Yes. Yeah, no, because nowadays, like you mentioned, you, you, in your cell phone, you can podcast directly into your cell phone. Um, you've got uh, platforms just like this that we're using right now, like StreamYard. You know, we, we don't even have to be in the same space and you can bring on multiple guests and you've got that audio and then you bring it down, upload it, um, you know, minor edits, upload it to Anchor. And then it goes to all of the podcast players out there that you sign up for and everything. And you know, it's just amazing how we're able to amplify our voices nowadays to uh, be able to hear and share, you know, learning and, and people's stories and, you know, everything is out there. And that's just the amazing thing. Like Josh says, you know, it's free PD in, uh, at your fingertips. So, you know, anything and all things you can find out there for sure. Well, I mean, Dylan, this has been great. Thank you so much, you know, for this amazing conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to come and uh, drop some uh, podcasting knowledge with us and advice and just to hear your story as well. Because one of the things that always, you know, for me, the goal is I know oftentimes we see creators such as yourself on TikTok. We see creators on Twitter and on all social media. And what I always tell the audience is what you're seeing is you're seeing that finished, polished product after they probably did 50, 60 takes, the, you know, lighting, tech issues, all of that. But when you get them live and you hear their stories and you realize like, hey, they, they're just like me, they're, they're people, they're human, they go through struggles, they've got, you know, things they overcome, whether it's tech, professional or personal. I mean, and, and that's the power of connection. And that's, like I mentioned, you know, the the goal and the mission, the vision and my passion for Maya Tech Life is to connect educators and creators one show at a time and to be able to hear those stories and make and be able to relate to our guests. That's the main thing. So thank you so much for being so relatable, so open, genuine and authentic. 
I really appreciate it, you know, and I'm just, again, really excited and starstruck that I've got this amazing TikTok creator here on my podcast. And I guarantee you probably after this show, you'll probably get hit up by a lot of, um, you know, uh, educators out there as well that yeah. are podcasters and they'll probably want to bring you on. So yeah, hopefully that. Yeah. The help, honestly. There you go. So it'll keep you busy. And like Josh here, Josh already knows the format of the show. He says it's kryptonite time. So usually because we do have educators here, we always say, you know, what is your current edu kryptonite? But for you, Dylan, we're going to be switching it around since we're talking about podcasting. So what would you say would be your current podcasting kryptonite? Mm. I would say authenticity like when when someone is bringing the authenticity it sucks me in because like we've been talking about i guess this whole episode is when you know we only see a snapshot and you do you're doing you do such a great job at this of just bringing that authenticity to it i'm like that's that's where i want to be um and that's that is that i would say that's my kryptonite That's good. good. (laughs) And, and, you know, and that's the great thing that what I love is that when you bring guests on and you realize like, wow, like this person is just the same, you know, and genuine when you meet them in person and then when you have them here or vice versa. And you're like, wow, this is so cool. And then, you know, because sometimes we're afraid to approach, you know, people, you know, because it's like, wow, they're too famous. They're not going to want to come on. Yeah. or anything but you'd be surprised when you say hey i would love for you to share your story in a pod- oh wait tell me what days you have available i would love to be on your podcast because yeah. they just love to share and you're like wow they love to share it's like yeah, yeah so that's amazing so thank yeah, you so and, much <laughs> yeah, i find like the the maybe people with huge platforms or anything like that is like nobody is out of reach in a way like people just love being with good people you know and if you're a good person people just love people that are attracted to it you know yeah, that's great. And then that's like here what Josh says, it says, as Principal Caffelli says, be real. You can't fake the funk. You that can't is, fake it. <laughs> I need that. On, I mean, you can't fake the funk like in my office somewhere. That is so true. <laughs> there you go. All right. Dylan, question number two that I love to ask all my guests before we wrap up is if you could have a billboard with anything on it, what would it be and why? Yeah, so... I think it would be something I actually made a video about recently, but what you have to say matters. And it would be very simple, but the hopefully the effect would come across to the people who saw the billboard. And there's a lot of noise in the world these days. And a lot of people will think that's all great, but nobody really cares what I have to say. Everyone's Everything's already been said, or there's somebody else saying what I want to say, so I don't need to say it. But if I've learned anything over my 33 short years, on this earth so far is that we do need you to say it if you have something that you have and even a desire to say so what you say matters because it's true what you have to say matters even if you don't feel like it it might be true i'm telling you it's true what you have to say matters love it that's wonderful that is that is some great great advice and oftentimes you know we find that either we ourselves are very reserved we're very quiet or you know things of that sort but i love that advice that You know, you never know that that one thing that you held back could have been something that could have been a game changer for somebody and and maybe even help them pivot 
in a certain direction or or change the course of of their life you know it can, seriously like it, it can have that much power yeah. so that's great i love that billboard all right and the last question mr dylan schmidt let's say that this was your podcast this morning and i was a guest on your show what would be one question you'd like to ask me mm. i would ask you mr Fons. i would say ask him a good question <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would ask you, what drives you to keep going on the days where you wake up just to, like a little bit tired? Maybe you didn't, your sleep quality wasn't as good as the as it normally could be or something. What drives you to keep going? Because you do such a professional job. And from the very first time I messaged with you, I was like, you are so fast. Like rarely do I meet someone who is just like, this is a next level. Like what drives you? on the days where you're not feeling it? You know, I think it's just that part of that learning, you know, aside aside from caffeine, of course. Yeah. You know, but, yeah. but for me, I, I just get such a rush and a joy. And I think it's because of that, that, that genuine, authentic joy that I feel in being able to connect with somebody and just listen to them. And then, of course, I get to throw in a couple of questions here and there. But just, I've always been fascinated by people's stories. And I know at the end of every episode, I kind of just sit down and reflect and I'm like, oh man, like, I'm going to change this. I'm going to change that. And, and, you know, you add that little, uh, those little gems and you sprinkle them on into your daily life, whether it's for, you know, create creative purposes or it's for professional purposes and personal purposes. You know, and I think it's that joy that I genuinely get when I make a new connection and then it just feels like, hey, you know, we're, we're connected for life. And, and that's why I have that hashtag, you know, that Dr. Sarah Thomas, shout out to Dr. Sarah Thomas, many years ago, she said uh, PLF, which is, uh, I, I, per, you can say it as professional learning family, but for myself, I kind of changed it a bit and said, this is my personal learning family. And so you just become family and it's just that joy, that connection, and that I learned something from valuable from my guests and that the world can also learn something valuable from my guests. So that's really what drives me and just the, yeah, day in and day out, you know, that nobody's really asked me that. And, but yeah, I mean, like last night I, I went to bed really late. I, I woke up and I'm like, wow, oh, man, I'm kind of like a little off, but then as soon as, you know, everything clicks and, and, you know, we click record or we go live, it's like, man, I am all ears 100% because, you know, I, I love this. And yeah. again, going back to that multi-passionate creative, yeah. I was like, oh, this is so exciting. And so, I, yeah, th that's yeah. really what drives me. There's a thrill, <laughs> something about the live stream too. It's, it's so much bigger than yourself because you know that, you know, it's, it's not just for you. That's so, that's so great. I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, and we got a message here from Dean Packard and Chris uh, from Unlock the Middle. They are podcasters too. They go live. It says, Fonz is the best, always making a difference. Oh, thank you guys. I appreciate y'all. Sure. Thank you so much. And uh, Dylan, before we wrap up, can you please uh, give us some info, you know, for all our audience members that are going to, that are watching currently, or they're going to be catching the replay. Uh, please let us know how can our audience members connect with you? Yeah, I'm at Digital Podcaster on all the social media platforms. If you want podcasting tips, that's, that's in, in little 
goofy videos, probably. Uh, <laughs> that's where you can find me. Uh, digitalpodcaster.com is my main website and podcastingacademy.com is where I teach people how to podcast and create a life of fulfillment using podcasts. Ooh, nice. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Dylan. I really appreciate y'all. And definitely, please, guys, make sure that you do follow Dylan on all his socials. He brings some great content, whether it's even gear and or just the purpose of the podcast or just ways to really just kind of amp up your podcast a little bit, giving you some ideas and things to think about. He is definitely your guy, one of the best creators that I have found that is out there. And and by searching for him, you'll definitely find a whole world of podcasting that is out there that you didn't even know about. And so definitely recommend you check him out. Dylan, appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for your time. And for all of you guys that joined us live and those of you that are going to be watching the replay, please make sure that you visit our website at myedtech.life, myedtech.life, where you can go ahead and check out this and previous episodes where you yourself can go ahead and find some learning of some type or something that is definitely going to help you, um, you know, during the specific season in your life, whether it's professional or creative, because our guests just share so so much through the, you know, the realness, you know, and authenticity and genuineness of their story and of their practice. So please make sure that you check them out. And while you are at our website, you can also visit our store. So you can go ahead and get yourself some fine merch like this nice Maya Tech Life cap. Um, you know, we've got shirts, we've got mugs, we've got everything. So please make sure you support our show by going out and buying some merch. Then please make sure you share this episode. Give us a like, subscribe to all our socials. And I'm just, again, thankful for everything that you guys do for us as far as your support. Thank you from the bottom of my heart. And as always, my friends, don't forget, stay techie.